Yo fam, Coach Sam with Strong Gens Coaching, back with another solo episode. Uh, before we get started, I do want to ask you guys to leave a review, either if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify. We greatly appreciate it. I want to continue giving you guys the best information, but I want to reach more people. You know, The reason for me doing this is because uh, the reason I started Strong Gents in the first place was because I wish I had this platform of men who are great at what they do. Example, I've been a personal trainer 10 years. I help men get healthy. Coach Tom has been a mental health therapist for men for 35 years and counting. And our other coaches are experienced in the socioeconomic world as well. And I wish I had that resource when I was younger, in my early 20s. And even now, I use the coaches in the business that I created to help me in my own life still to this day. And I will continue to have them help me. And I want to help you guys. And I want to help as many men as possible in this world before my time is up. So we can do that. We can reach more people by getting some good reviews. And if you guys start sharing this information. So I greatly appreciate it. Much love from your brother on this side of the mic. Um, today, guys, thank you for doing that. And if you're not familiar with Strong Jams, we are a men's coaching program where we help men get healthy, be confident, and get ahead in life using three main pillars physical health, mental health, and socioeconomic health. If you're interested in that stuff, um, you can email us at stronggentscoaching at gmail.com to learn more about what we do, and we can see if you're a good fit for the program. Today, gents, today, we are going to be talking about testosterone and how low testosterone could possibly be causing some problems in your life. Now, I mean, we've all heard the word testosterone. We know it's the main male hormone that makes us men. Uh, but what you know, it's responsible for a lot of things positively for us, but also negatively for us. And I want to start this off um, by telling you the reason I want to talk about this in the first place. You know, I have a, a client, and he's he's very overweight. He's obese. Okay, he's obese, and uh, he hasn't been taking his health seriously. And he recently went to the doctor and got a you know a physical exam, and they they took blood. And I asked him to have them test his testosterone. I didn't know if they would do it automatically or not. Uh, so he tested his testosterone. They took levels, and they were low. And that's not uncommon in men who are obese and overweight. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're obese and overweight, you should go get your blood test done and check your testosterone to see what your levels are. Um, and the reason being is because low testosterone is associated with a lot of problems that men experience on a day-to-day basis. Things that you would never think are related to testosterone in general. Um, but there's been a, a handful of studies and um, there's a good paper on uh, Harvard.com. I, I, I think it's a, it could be a research paper or, or it's an article and it links to it. Um, I read it. Not too long ago, maybe about six months ago, it just talks about how low testosterone can affect men. Uh, it talks about some percentages of people and some studies that were done in a few thousand men, and that almost all men who were obese um, had lower levels of testosterone. And when you have lower levels of testosterone and and uh, higher levels of body fat, it's associated with actually higher levels of estrogen-related hormones. And if you're a man and you have higher levels of estrogen estrogen related hormones and lower testosterone, you know, you're going to have some bad things coming your way. You're going to have, you know, possible reproductive issues in terms of, you know, staying strong below the belt. You're going to have things like fatty tissue buildup in your breast tissue. You know, you're going to have those man boobs and, and so on and so forth. So I do want to touch upon, uh, in a little bit, how we can increase testosterone levels naturally. Uh, and if 
you know, I, I do encourage people to go get a blood test done and see where their levels are at. That way you can talk to your doctor and see, you know, if, if you should, I always say go the natural route first, always, right? Um, because you can increase your levels of testosterone over time by implementing the right things and changing your lifestyle. I've seen it happen over and over again, even in people who are 60 years and older, uh, by implementing some of the things I'm going to tell you in a little bit, they've increased their testosterone the natural way, naturally, by utilizing exercise, diet, and recovery methods. Um, but if your testosterone is plummeted, right, and you know, you're feeling depressed and you got no energy and you can't get it up below the belt, you know, you might be a candidate for TRT, testosterone replacement therapy. Now, um, I'm not one to tell you to go get shots in your butt, but um, if you're in a really bad place and you need some help, talk to your doctor, talk to your mental health counselor and, and see what the right route is to go. Now, you shouldn't just be injecting hormones in your butt without setting up a foundation of health, which is why I don't think you should go that route first. First, get your blood test done, see where your levels are, and then try the holistic approach first for at least a year. And if that doesn't work, then you can consider going on some form of testosterone replacement therapy. Um, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a fitness trainer. Um, so, you know, I, I will never tell somebody to go take this stuff. This is just based off of clients that I have had in the past who have taken it, depending on their situation, and have seen results from it. So, um, but some things, I just want to, you know, um, go over some things that obesity does to you in general. Like, there's this whole... There's this whole damn body positivity movement going on. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's the whole idea that you can be healthy at any size. And let me tell you right now, from being in this field of helping overweight people for a decade and counting, yeah, that's not true at all. You cannot be healthy at every size. People are individually different, okay? Genetics are individually people's own, right? And depending on the genetic code that you were given in this life, you are predisposed to certain things. And if you are somebody who is of a smaller stature and, you know, you're like average height and you're supposed to be average weight and you're not, you are triple that weight, that is not a positive thing. You are very unhealthy. You increase your risk of heart attack. You increase your risk of hypertension. You risk increase your risk of depression and fatty liver disease. Even diabetes is a huge one. Um, especially women who are obese. I know we're talking about men, but men too, actually, you know, you increase your risk of osteoporosis and uh, or osteoarthritis in general, like just arthritis of the joints because there's so much pressure on those joints from the excess weight you're carrying around, right? But say you're genetically predisposed to be six foot nine and uh, 250 pounds. Like there's men out there who are freaking giants and they can afford to have a little bit of extra body fat. Like for example, if you look at someone like an offensive lineman on a football team, those guys are running every day for hours on end, okay? They are strong as oxes, and they're having doctors, you know, probably test them all the time. I mean, I don't really know, but my guess is, you know, if you're an elite low athlete, the doctors, the team's having doctors monitor you at least a few times during the season. Now, are those guys, what I would say, healthy necessarily? Maybe not, but, you know, they are the healthiest version I can give you of someone who would technically be obese, you know, just a giant human being who has a lot of body fat but still performs insane feats as like an offensive lineman in football, right? But that's different. That's a person who's active for a living. Like they are supposed to be physically active for a living and they maintain that size one through genetics and two through diet and training protocols for the position they're in. But you guys, the everyday person is not being paid to be an athlete. 
you are just being obese out of being obese and that's not okay it's not something we should strive for especially because of what i just went over and another thing uh, i'm not sure if i just said this but another thing that happens when you're obese guys is it affects you mentally like there's increases in depression based on how much body weight you have gained how much excess body fat you have and there's a few reasons for that and one of them for men specifically being obese increases the risk of depression because of the lower testosterone levels associated with obese men testosterone is the number one hormone correlated with motivation and drive in men the more testosterone you have it gives you more of a chance to have a better mood now that's not to say there's a downside from having too test too much testosterone there definitely is i mean we hear that a lot when people take extra testosterone and they have mood changes you know but that's when you're dealing with chemicals in your body you know you're injecting extracurricular chemicals in your body and most of the time it's done without doctor's supervision and pe men are just going in the locker room and, and taking some extra steroids uh, and so they get these mood changes but just it's like the opposite side of the spectrum men who are taking a lot of testosterone and have mood changes the same thing happens for men whose testosterone is decreasing they have mood changes as well uh, you're more irritable you're more prone to depression anxiety and feelings of sadness and that's not good because we need testosterone to stay motivated and driven in life um, i believe the number is one percent uh, every 10 years or or something like that that your testosterone lowers um as we age right so say you are say you hit like 50 years old at 60 you're gonna be one percent lower at 70 you'll be one percent lower at 80 you'll be one percent lower and that's just naturally okay and that's probably it's obviously different for every person and it could have that number wrong it might be higher than one percent uh, i'd have to double check but it's in that ballpark you know so uh but say you are obese at the age of 40 right uh so three years down the line uh sorry so 30 years down the line you're 70 and you have um, decreased 3% of your natural testosterone, which doesn't seem like a lot, but your obesity throughout those 30 years has also increased the rate at which your testosterone is lowering. Now we're in this huge, huge pickle here where you know your testosterone is, um, is plummeting because you are, one, aging, and then you're obese. So the two things together are just kicking your butt, right? So we need to prevent this. We need to prevent this not only for your health and well-being so you can avoid things like prediabetes, diabetes, hypertension, stroke, heart attack, so on and so forth. And we can regain our health, regain function in our life and live a better life and, and get out of some sadness and depressive episodes quicker and, and maintain a, a neutral level of mental state and put you at a place where you're enjoying life and you are functioning at a very good level. That's what, that's what we want to do. All right, guys, I just noticed that my mic volume was a little low. So, you know, that first 10 minutes there is, might be a little low on the recording, but I bumped it up a little bit. So hopefully it's a little bit better and more clear. Um, I kind of lost track of what I was talking about because I was trying to fix this mic thing. But uh, so we're going to jump right into I went over how uh, being obese lowers your testosterone levels. And that's not a good thing. Uh, and the negative health effects that being obese has. And now I want to tell you how you can naturally increase your testosterone um, and lose body fat so you can become the healthiest version of yourself. I mean, it's not cool, it's not fun, and it's not healthy to be obese. It's just not. Like, I hate to give you guys, you know, the stone cold truth, but someone's got to give you the stone cold truth because out there they're preaching to you that it's okay to be obese, and it is not. It ruins your life. That's not to say that you are a bad person for being obese because you're not. 
you're just an unhealthy person for being obese and that's not okay in terms of your own life and the people around you because if you're not at your best you can't support the people around you at your best and you deserve to be at your best and the people around you deserve to have you at your best so how are we going to increase testosterone and decrease body fat we're going to do that by doing two things three actually two in one physical activity strength training and walking and then the second thing slash third thing depending on how you want to look at it is dieting and eating healthier so i want to start with the strength training right so what is the purpose of strength training strength training is we use strength training to build muscle mass the more muscle mass you have the more testosterone your body will produce you need testosterone to build muscle but also having more muscle gives your body a reason to produce more testosterone so strength training basic weight training is going to be your best bet at gaining lots of muscle in a shorter amount of time and when i say short i mean a year to five years now if you're a new trainee and you really haven't lifted weights before or strength trained before or in a while you're going to see great results in the first year you're going to gain between 8 and 12 pounds of muscle if you're consistent in the gym and that's a lot one pound of muscle on your body burns about an extra 30 to 50 calories every single day without you doing a damn thing just sitting there doing nothing so say you gain 10 pounds in a year the next year following that as long as you maintain your muscle mass you will burn an extra 500 calories a day sitting there doing nothing why is this important because the more calories you can burn in a day the better chance you have of burning more body fat so we need to strength train to get strong and to build more muscle tissue because the more muscle we have, the more testosterone we can produce. And the more muscle we have, the more calories we burn, which is going to help us lose body fat. Number two on the list of physical activity is walking. Why walking? Walking is the choice that we're going to use, is the choice exercise of choice that we're going to use because it is a low barrier to entry and extremely easy on the body and easy to do. You don't need anything except for a few minutes a day and a pair of shoes. If you have a pair of shoes and an extra 20 minutes, you will be well off on your way to losing more weight. A lot of people out there are saying you don't need to do cardio to lose weight. And although, although that is true, most of you are not disciplined enough to follow a diet for long enough to see results in terms of fat loss without adding in a little bit of extra cardiovascular activity. And our form of cardio is going to be walking, again, because it's easy to do and it's not hard on the body. I want you to start with three 30-minute sessions a week or five 20-minute sessions a week. Walk out your front door for 10 minutes and walk 10 minutes back. Walk out your door for 15 minutes in one direction and come back to your front door. Do it first thing in the morning. The reason you have to do it first thing in the morning is because if you wait to put it off for the middle of the day or later on at night, you're most likely not going to do it. You're not going to get it done. Reason being is because life happens. Shit happens. Every single day something happens, right? So in order to avoid something distracting you or taking you away from your walk, you're going to wake up 30 minutes earlier in the morning and you're going to get it freaking done. No excuses. You're just going to do it. You're going to go for a walk. You're going to commit because one mile, the average person burns between 100 and 150 calories walking one mile. And the heavier you are, actually, the more calories you will burn in that one mile. The average person walks one mile in about 15 minutes. If you're heavier, it's going to take a little bit longer. So let's say it takes you 20 minutes to walk a mile. You're going to burn about 150 to 250 calories every single day. Again, the heavier you are, the more calories you're going to burn. And if you do that for five days a week, that's an extra 500 calories burned just by walking. So it's going to help you aid in weight loss. But not only that, guys, 
Walking is extremely important for the cardiovascular system of your body, meaning your heart and your lungs. The heart is the most important muscle in the body. Don't forget to work that out also. And the second slash third thing, depending on how you look at it, is nutrition and diet. You have to become a responsible man. Stop eating like a child. So many clients come into me, male clients, and I ask them to track their food. This is what I do. If you work with me, you're going to end up tracking your food for at least two weeks so I can get an idea of what you eat, when you're eating it, and how much you eat. That way, it can start to create a plan for you that fits your lifestyle best and will help you reach your goals in a timely and efficient manner while keeping you energized without you know fatiguing so much, right? So yeah, basic gist there. But most of the men that come to see me, they eat like children. They have no control over their food. It's insane. They're an adult and have the ability to get their own food and cook their own food, but they don't do that. They wait for their spouse to give them food or they always order in and have the restaurant cook it for them and they just eat whatever's in front of them. There's no control. There's no accountability. There's no responsibility. So I want you to start with a simple nutrition plan and that is to cut out all junk food guys like it's super simple to lose weight it just takes sacrifice and dedication and the realization that if you don't do this now you're going to be so so bad off in the future in terms of health if you're someone who's struggling with obesity that uh you better start doing it now because the problems you're gonna have in the future are way worse than just eating healthier and going for a walk like it i can't even put it into perspective how much more of a challenge you're going to have going through health problems in the future if you maintain this obese level versus the uncomfortable eating healthy right now and going for a walk and exercising. Like I, the trade-off is just insane how people pick, you know, the later on problems of life versus the difficult dieting and nutrition. It's not even that difficult. It just takes a little bit of time to get used to. If you let your body adapt to it and your mind adapt to it, it becomes easy and you actually end up wanting to do it. So try and stick to this, right? So you're going to cut out all junk food, and all sodas, all juices, all sports drinks, and all loaded coffees with the creamers and the milks. What you're going to do is drink a ton of water, a ton of diet drinks, diet sports drinks, diet teas, diet juices. You're going to drink black coffee or coffee with almond milk and zero sugar sweetener, zero calorie sweetener. You're going to have at least three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The breakfast is going to be high in eggs. And uh, this is just off the top of my head, but it's a great plan. You can do eggs three slices of turkey bacon and a bowl of fruit. Uh, and then you can have a protein shake in between breakfast and lunch. For lunch, you can have yourself a wrap. Find a low calorie wrap and a low carb wrap if you can um, because it's just a better choice for weight loss. And you're gonna load that sucker up with any of your favorite meat and any of your favorite vegetable um, or salsa, throw some salsa, hot sauce on there, peppers, onions, so on and so forth. You're gonna eat that. In between lunch and dinner, you're going to have a protein shake again. And then for dinner, you're going to have any meat that you want, whether it's steak, fish, chicken, pork, turkey, don't care what it is. You're going to put half, picture a dinner plate. Half the plate is going to be all meat. The other half of the plate is going to be all vegetables, your favorite vegetable. If you don't like vegetables, man up, pick one that you can tolerate until you like it and eat it. Half a plate of that is going to keep you full. On the side, you're going to have one medium-sized baked potato with salt and pepper, no butter. And then for dessert, you're going to have yourself a zero sugar, zero low calorie jello pudding, uh, either jello or the pudding, the sugar free low calorie ones, or a small bowl of berries. And that's your day, guys. That's your day. You're going to cut out all the crap, all the pastries, all the snack foods, cut it out, gain control of your life, gain control of your nutrition, gain control of your food. Because it losing, it's going to help you lose the body fat. Okay, so we're going to lose the body fat while gaining muscle. And so the less body fat you have, 
the more testosterone will increase in your body and then the more muscle mass you build the more testosterone is going to increase in your body and you're going to fight off those feelings of depression anxiety because testosterone is the motivation hormone so the more you have floating around in your body the more motivated driven you're going to be in general in life oh guys and there's one more thing to this whole testosterone puzzle here and that is recovery right so a lot of us are running on super low sleep and then we just run ourselves down with caffeine during the day and then we get four hours of sleep and then caffeine during the day four hours of sleep caffeine during the day uh, it's really not good we need good sleep to op optimize the hormone production and levels in our body now although you don't need 10 hours of sleep i mean that would be great if you can get it right um six at least right like try and get six eight is great six is good five is bluff four is terrible right so if you're getting bad sleep you're going to make it even harder for yourself to increase and optimize the levels of testosterone in your body you're also going to decrease the ability of your body to recover from workouts and your chances of increasing muscle growth so by decreasing the chances you have of building muscle you're going to decrease the amount of testosterone you can make in the end or produce in the end so sleep is extremely important guys like shut off the phone around nine o'clock at night go to bed around 10 10 30 if you can wake up at 5 30 to 6 30 and have yourself a day all right um that's a pretty short episode i know i talked pretty fast it was a lot of information in a short amount of time again i'm not a doctor just a fitness trainer for the past decade and counting and I've, I've had a lot of men i've come across who have had low testosterone and a lot of those men were obese and based off of the anecdotal information that i've had training those men who have gotten blood tests you know uh earlier when i was training with them and they had low t lost a bunch of weight built some muscle got strong got another blood test testosterone went up without testosterone replacement therapy i feel it's i have the authority to at least mention this stuff for you so you can go mention this stuff to you so you can go to your doctor and have a more in-depth conversation with him and create a practical plan on how to increase your testosterone naturally first and then their advice on you know if you do need some type of hormone replacement which some people benefit from um, you know but that's not what I'm advocating for I'm ad advocating for you to take control of your life I'm advocating you to understand that the reason you may be feeling crappy and unmotivated is not because of the circumstances in your life but because of the circumstances inside your own body the chemical makeup of your own body you know you're torturing you know obesity is one of those things you know like i have listen guys i work with people who are overweight all the time i love these people i truly do some of them are like some of the best people i've ever met but you know obesity is truly a terrible thing because it doesn't just, it's not just a physical burden and it is a burden carrying all that weight around. You know, you get fatigued, you get tired and then it's, it's not just a physical burden guys. It's a mental burden as well. Just the people, you know, you're always constantly feeling judged and insecure of your own body. Um, you don't feel confident in walking around in life and then it plays a toll on, you know, your without your knowing it plays a toll on the hormones that are happening that are going on within your body so it's just not a good thing i'm really passionate about helping people understand you know that being slightly overweight is okay you know like having levels of body fat isn't a bad thing uh, i have a lot of clients who aren't shredded and they are in the best shape and feel the best they ever have in their entire life but the difference is, is they're not obese they just carry around a little bit more body fat. There's a difference there. There's a huge, huge difference there. And their health markers are usually uh, in the good, right, in terms of just simple talk here. You know, they go to the doctor, they get their physical, they come in, they're like, yo, blood work's great, dude. Cholesterol's down, you know. Uh, T levels are maintained. Um, you know, my blood sugars are stable and all this stuff. And 
unfortunately, the people that are obese, you know, and there's some outliers. There's some obese outliers. I've had them, you know, throughout my career where, you know, they're they're extremely overweight and obese and their blood work comes back and, you know, it says they're healthy. But, you know, how long does that last? That's the question. How long does that last? You know, with the how long can you fight off the increased blood pressure, the increased risk of diabetes, um, so on and so forth, all the stuff I mentioned earlier. You know, how long can you hold that off while you continue to gain weight? It's just not a good place to be in. If you know anybody, if you or anybody you know is, is overweight and obese, you know, I encourage you and you should encourage that person to take charge of their life. You know, they're going to feel so much better. They're going to feel so much better. I'm very passionate about this, guys. I'm very passionate. Uh, basic strength training, guys, just go lift some weights. Um, really, just go lift some weights. Squats, lunges, deadlifts, rows, push-ups, uh, bicep curls, tricep extensions, uh, planks, all, all the above, guys. There's a thousand different exercises. Pick, stick the basics. Keep it simple, stupid, and, and get some results. Try and get stronger. Go to the gym. You know, go to your garage. You know, go outside to the park, and get the work in. Go for those walks. Clean up your diet and get some sleep. Um, if you have any questions, guys, and you want me to talk about anything else uh, and touch upon any other topics, you know, send me an email at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. I'm happy to answer them. A lot of these topics are coming from the clients I already have, you know, discussions that we already have. Uh, but if you, if I haven't touched upon anything and you're interested in something and you want some advice or you want some, you know, if you want to know if I had a client who experienced the same thing, reach out to me, stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. And we'll get back to you as soon as possible. If you're interested in the program, you can send us an email at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com as well. And we can help you get uh, physically healthier, mentally stronger, and socially uh, better off in life. Guys, I uh, really I love you guys, man. I'm, I'm really passionate about this. I hope you guys leave a positive review. Share this episode with your friends. Men need to hear this, guys. They really do. Men need to hear that they should be physically healthy. I'll be on the lookout for the next podcast, guys. I'm going to have some guests on. And that's it. Peace out, gents. Enjoy.